All right, thank you for downloading the Cruise Control Podcast. You can find us on iTunes and on SoundCloud.com. You can follow me, the host, Randy Cruz, on Twitter at Randy J. Cruz, R-A-N-D-Y, the letter J-C-R-U-Z. This is Billy Corbin, director of Cocaine Cowboys and the 30 for 30s, The U and Broke. And there's nothing we love in Miami more than driving cruise control with no hands, steering with our knee, and not using turn signals, which is kind of what it's like listening to the Cruise Control Podcast with my man, Randy Cruz. So it looks like SmackDown is uh, finally going live starting July 19th. You know, SmackDown has been around for, boy, uh, 17, 17 years SmackDown has been going on. So we finally get that live every Tuesday starting July 19th. So Raw, three hours every Monday night. SmackDown, two hours every Tuesday night. Then you have your NXT on, on Wednesday night. So a lot of hours of wrestling per week. That will be live. And I I like the idea of SmackDown being live because, you know, I know the big thing about Raw being three hours is too long. But still, it's, it's, a, it's a live environment. Sometimes the crowd is great. Sometimes the crowd is not great. But when you watch SmackDown now, to me, I'm not going to sit here and say I watch SmackDown every week because I don't. Uh, I tend to flick back and forth here and there if it's a good match or a good card or whatever. But when you watch SmackDown, and I know I'm not the only one that knows this. I know it's been out there. But when you watch SmackDown, you hear the fake cheers, the fake boos, the, the, the piped-in crowd noise. It does really take away from the experience watching at home. Because when you watch Raw every Monday night, you know that, that crowd... Whether it's hostile or boring, you know it's generic. It, it, it's it's you know organic kind of uh, kind of crowd reaction. So for the most part, SmackDown being live, having that live reaction every Tuesday night, it's going to be a big change for them. It, it it reminds me of when you know during the whole Monday Night War, and I always rec- uh, recall Eric Bischoff saying, "You can't, you can't." get that feeling you know of excitement or whatever if if you're in a taped environment everything everything has to be live everything is better when it's live you never know what's going to happen when it's live and all the smackdown spoilers that you read um i, I believe during that day on a tuesday or wednesday uh, you know maybe maybe it was time to, to to get away from that i think it's um I think it's about damn time <laughs> SmackDown is live. Uh, it's it's two hours, not the the three hours that Raw is still going. And man, if if Raw was to, if Raw and SmackDown was to be live every Monday and Tuesday, and Raw would just be two hours, man, it it it, it would be a great four hour uh, time bracket of watching wrestling per week. But you get five. Three on Mondays, two on uh, Tuesdays. I think it's going to be very beneficial uh, for for WWE to have SmackDown Live uh, for the rosters, and it's going to be. It, it it has been noted that a potential roster brand split 
is in the works, in the making, which leaves the door open for a lot of potential things that could happen. Um, you know, us fans like to play GM, you know, like we're playing the Raw SmackDown games, and who do we want on Raw, who do, who do we want on SmackDown, what kind of pay-per-views we want to create. But the roster is, is getting bigger. You're getting a lot of stars returning from injury. John Cena returns on Memorial Day. Randy Orton is, you know, due to come back soon. So is Bray Wyatt. You still got Neville on the shelf. Um, you know, Nikki Bella is still um, on the shelf. So, and plus with the roster you have now, I, I can't name everybody, but if you have Reigns and Rollins and Cesaro, Kevin Owens, Miz, Dean Ambrose, AJ Styles, the um, Gallows, Anderson, Usos, New Day, um, doing the roster split kind of makes sense. And I know the the roster split we had, I think back in 0203, all the way to like 2011. Maybe after a while, we got we got tired of it. We got bored of it. We wanted something new. But that roster split lasted eight years. I mean, you, you have to give it to them. They, it lasted eight years. Um, I wasn't too much of a fan of having the pay-per-views just given to the brand. Um, like a SmackDown presents Judgment Day. Or Raw presents Armageddon, and then all you saw was the Raw, uh, the Raw roster uh, wrestlers or SmackDown wrestlers only on Judgment Day or Backlash or whatever it is, Great American Bash. You know that kind of took away from it because were people really spending forty dollars on a pay per view that did not have the bigger stars because it was it, it was not a Raw pay per view. It was a, it was a SmackDown pay per view headlined by the great Kali and Big Show and whoever. I, I I really don't know, but I know for a time being the 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 SmackDown roster was was pretty competitive with the Raw roster. When you talk about back in the day, oh two oh three oh four, when this idea first started, you had Taker, Rock, Stone Cold, Brock Lesnar, um, uh, even you know. The NWO was still um, around during the original brand uh, extension. Um, Hollywood Hulk Hogan, so many other big time stars that uh, Batista had the balance of the 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 Raw SmackDown rosters. Ric Flair, Randy Orton, Triple H, Booker T. So now you look at the current roster. I think you have more than enough that you can create an even balanced uh, product show on a Monday and an even balanced product show on a Tuesday. And I think you have to start off with who's going to be the GM of Raw and SmackDown. And I think if they want to do, if they're going to do how they originally did it where, you know, somebody gets the first pick or Raw gets the first pick because it's, it's been around long in the SmackDown. Um, that right there might be might be the tricky thing because either Stephanie and Shane are going to run both Raw and SmackDown. I don't know if that's going to happen because I think what makes sense is having Shane or Stephanie run one or the other. But I guess maybe McMahon, Vince would have to determine who's going to run Raw and SmackDown 
and then bam, we go into the into the draft. But I think I think Stephanie will hold down a role. I just maybe it'll it'll all play back to Shane losing at WrestleMania, trying to get control of Raw. He did not, but he's still kind of in, tro- in in control of Raw. And Vince just says, "Listen, I'll give you SmackDown." <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how that's gonna work, but I think having Stephanie or Shane run one or the other is the way to go, and they'll they'll, they'll do the picks. Obviously, Reigns is not going nowhere. He'll stay on. He'll stay on Monday Night Raw, and I think the return of John Cena would. Ultimately, not saying they'll do the split soon, but I think John Cena is is a well enough, big enough star to hold down SmackDown for two hours every Tuesday night. Then you then you come in with the the Seth Rollins, the AJ Styles, uh, Brock Lesnar is going to be in the mix. You know, summertime, SummerSlam's coming up, so you know Brock is going to be in the mix. Don't be surprised if you know Undertaker comes back and gets drafted because Taker came back. Last July, during the Battleground pay-per-view, and everybody thought, well, we saw you at WrestleMania. We'll see you at the next one. But he popped up in July. So could he Could he be a surprise pick? AJ Styles, I think, could be a, a great addition for SmackDown. What they have to do is balance both. And I think Raw would have more, more talent because it does have three hours to fill. But I think now with the split... We won't get that much filler time. We, we won't get those Fandango, Tyler Breeze, R-Truth, and Goldust kind of matches on a two-hour SmackDown. Maybe the matches will mean something. You know, I'm not trying to sound too optimistic, but I'm just trying to um, see how this could work because it sounds good on paper. It sounds good reading it, but... One bad draft decision or one little mess up can, you know, one little mess up can kind of like derail this whole thing and like maybe this maybe this wasn't a good idea or, or they rushed it. But the selections are going to be key. Stephanie and Shane uh, running Raw or SmackDown. I think if I was a writer or a booker, you have Stephanie um, still in control of Monday Night Raw. You have Shane McMahon in control of SmackDown. Now, Triple H, I think he just signed a two, three-year wrestling contract, a wrestling co- a contract extension. So, with that being said, who's who's out there to not say that Triple H won't be drafted? And I think to make things interesting, you have Stephanie on Raw, Shane on SmackDown, and Shane drafts Triple H. And you do this whole storyline of he wanted to, se- you know, it's, se- it's separating the authority. Shane, uh, Stephanie wants to be with Hunter and Hunter wants to be with Stephanie. And they're, they're quote unquote no longer working with each other because of the brand split. Shane uh, chose Triple H for SmackDown. Triple H gets upset with Shane McMahon. They have this little beef. They have this little controversy and everything and it, it comes down to a point where they have like a match and if Triple H wins he gets to go to Raw if not he has to stay on Smackdown or something like that but I think Triple H would be a cool interesting piece in this whole draft um, if he goes undrafted then 
you know, then you know Triple H is the 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 rest the wrestler Triple H is not planning on competing, you know, in the foreseeable future. But I think him signing that three year extension gives him the opportunity to to wrestle. He just he was he competed in the Royal Rumble. He wrestled at Roadblock and he wrestled at WrestleMania 32. He was just the the world champion. There's no reason why you can't draft him. Not saying you have to use him all the time, but that can buy, that right there can be a little swerved. Like nobody expects Triple H to be drafted because he's running NXT and he's behind the curtain and you know running the company. But him getting on board um, by Shane would be more interesting than a Stephanie McMahon drafting Triple H because we'll get the whole authority thing all over again. So with that being said, uh, I think Rollins will be on Raw. I think Cena will be on SmackDown. You, you can put Dean Ambrose on SmackDown. Um, Kevin Owens, Bray Wyatt. Uh, let me see. The New Day might still be on Raw. Now, when it comes to the world champions, I think, you know, if you are the the WWE World Heavyweight Champion and the Women's Champion, you can go, um, you're allowed to be on both shows. I think that's, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have a problem with that. But if you're the U.S. champion, intercontinental champion, tag team champions, I think it's safe to say if Raw drafts the Miz, then that's it. Like you, you, there's no I'm allowed to be on both shows. But I think only for the world champions, both shows, U.S. intercontinental tag team, you get you get drafted. And I think even when it comes to even when it comes to the New Day. They got it. The tag teams have to get drafted by the actual tag team. So there's no Biggie on SmackDown, Kofi on Raw, and Xavier on SmackDown. You draft New Day, you get the whole New Day. Whichever brand drafts that that team, that's where you go. And with a lot of with a lot of these tag teams, I think it's best to separate. New Day, Dudley Boys. You have Enzo and Cass now. Um, maybe Enzo will take a little take a little while to get in, you know in, um, back into the ring. The Void Villains, um, the new uh, Primo and Epico tag team. Ooh, I, I, look at that! I already forgot what they were called. <laughs> I know they 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 they, they re debuted last week. Um, they weren't on Raw this week, but. Even getting the tag teams split up, three on Raw, three on SmackDown, however many they are, split them up. Give them the opportunity to have more TV time, on, and, and I think that's the beauty of SmackDown going live because more people would see it. More tag teams would get the opportunity to be on TV and showcase their talent, but not to overdo it and oversaturate it because when you just had Raw live not 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 a lot of these tag teams were were performing and i think going back to smackdown being live i think the matches would would mean more would mean something and whatever they promote whenever they promote smackdown on raw i think more people are going to watch smackdown because it is live it it creates that it creates that feeling like i told you before that you just never know what's gonna happen in uh, a live environment. And that's what Eric Bischoff did with Nitro back in back in the '90s and 2000s. You create that environment. It it's, it, it it makes you a must. 
it brings you to a point where it's must-see television because you just never know what's going to happen. Um, like I said, Kevin Owens, AJ Styles, does it include the NXT people? What about them? I, I don't think they would... Um, unless they were calling somebody up to... I, I guess you now you, you could say the main roster for Raw and SmackDown. Um, I don't think you would call up, like, what I mean call up, I don't think you would have the NXT champion involved in, 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 in any of this or the NXT tag champions in any of this. But if Bailey gets, you know, if we know Bailey is officially coming up, then she would have to be included in that draft. I, I, I don't think they would have a draft and then still call the people up. I hope I'm making sense, but... Um, Maybe maybe there should be a thing with the, you know internally if all the people that we that we want to bring up from NXT had to be draft eligible by a certain date and then now boom you get to be drafted so we know Bailey's coming up we know Finn Balor is bound to come up with this whole thing with the Bullet Club and AJ Styles I, I think it's inevitable Finn Balor comes up preferably before the summertime to get a a, a good hot angle going into SummerSlam where does he fall into a draft? Does he fit better on Raw and SmackDown? I, I really don't know. I really do not know. I think he'll benefit both. But if you ask me, if, if I'm Raw, knowing Raw with the ratings, you keep Reigns, you keep Seth Rollins, I think I think you would draft Brock Lesnar and you put John Cena on SmackDown. I think I think the, him and Reigns are the possibly the, the easiest two to kind of... Uh, to kind of point out, it's Charlotte as the world champion. Uh, she she can go on. She'll get drafted by Raw, but have the ability to go on both Raw and SmackDown. Um, Sasha Banks can go on SmackDown, but the the options are endless at this point, which makes it more interesting. And I think bringing the brand split back will be beneficial for for everybody for the fans and just again just something that makes not just the hardcore wrestling fan want to watch but makes the average fan want to tune in and someone like me who who knows about the fake cheers and booze on a tape smackdown your average fan won't know that they'll be like oh wow smackdown is live i'll check it out because now you can now you could take whatever you do in Raw and continue that and continue that into SmackDown the next night, and you never know it might it might spoil into NXT on a Wednesday. You just never know. But I know they should not bring in they should not bring back the the branded pay per views. Nobody wants nobody wants to see Raw Armageddon or Raw Battleground or SmackDown Payback. Nobody wants no. I don't want to see that. I, I, maybe in the beginning when it happened, it was like, oh, this is kind of cool. But after a while, if you're going to order a pay-per-view, I know people don't order pay-per-views now like before. But if you want to watch a network special, you want to see like the main dudes on the roster. Nobody's going to pay. I don't know how, how much pay-per-views are nowadays. I think a 40 40 $49.99, $50. Nobody's paying 50 cash for... 
uh, a half a roster pay-per-view. Nobody's doing that. That's why you keep the the the, the Raw and SmackDown together pay-per-views. Don't 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 split that up. But I think the opportunities are endless. I think it's um, something way long overdue. The fans have been clamoring for it. They've been teasing. Uh, not them, but we've been wanting a brand split for quite a while. As long as you keep the champions on, um, give them the availability to be on both Raw and SmackDown. And don't create a second world championship. Do not bring the big belt back. Do not create another women's champion or another a different set of a tag team championship. No. One tag team championship, one U.S. title, one, one intercontinental title, one world heavyweight title, and one women's championship belt. That is it. No other belts added because back then it was too much to really keep up. Like, who are the tag team champions? Oh, four people. Like, no, nobody wants to. Who are the world champions? We got two world champions. It should be one world champion. I think having one belt makes the fight and then the climb to the top of the ladder more more interesting. And, um, again, July 19th, SmackDown goes live on USA. Um... Should be fun. Should be interesting. I hope they don't mess it up <laughs> because they do have a knack of bringing a, bringing a good idea to the forefront, and it's like you know that ain't that ain't work so well. Like um, the match on the match on Sunday at a at a Extreme Rules, the uh, Asylum match. It sounded okay on paper, but it was it was terrible. Watching it on the network, it was terrible. It sounded like nobody was cheering for it. It was boring. Uh, it, to me, it felt like a WCW pay-per-view match on a WWE pay-per-view. That's what it felt like. So an idea like that might sound good on paper. It might sound good in the meeting while, they, while they're discussing it. But once you put it out there to the forefront, to the masses, uh, yeah, you might have to reconsider that. So with the brand split, the drafting has to go well. Shane and Stephanie has to be running one or the other. I think Stephanie holds down Raw. Shane holds down SmackDown. Get Triple H involved. Let Shane draft him. Create that kind of tension. I think that'll be the best way to go to involve Triple H in all three. You know, bring the whole tension between Shane and Hunter and... You know, even going back to the, the Shane and Mick Foley um, podcast they had on Monday night and kind of play that off TV, even though Shane says there's no tension between him and Hunter, but you kind of just like play with that a little bit on TV to see if, or if there really is a tension going on. And that that can be one storyline going into SummerSlam. Cause Hunter, Hunter did sign a three-year extension for a wrestler's contract. So he might be back there running, you know, NXT, but Hunter could still go. Hunter's, Hunter's in, uh, in the early 40s. You know, he just he would just have to rumble and roadblock in WrestleMania. Why not do SummerSlam? So uh, I think it's long overdue for fans. Like I said before, it should be very interesting. I think me as a fan will be watching more. Uh, maybe not as religious as I do Raw every Monday night, but it is it is intriguing. So now Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, you have Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. So, you know, I guess if you know if you're a wrestling fan, you know, 
should be very happy about the decision of SmackDown going live. I did want to get to some of the stuff that people wrote me on Twitter about, I guess, their thoughts and reactions. Maybe I, I already spoke about it, so give me a second. Somebody, somebody did say exactly when I mentioned don't bring back the branded pay-per-views. Thank you for agreeing with me. Um, let me see what else we got here. The brand should be exclusive to the mid-carders and mid-card belts. Um, one main champ ap appears on both shows. Maybe the tag team belts. That was from Derek Montilla. Cap underscore caveman. Um, Matthew, well, Matthew Stalker. I'm expecting that SmackDown is going to be good when it goes live. Kind of hope they don't flood the roster with titles, though, which is something I mentioned that one world title, one woman's belt, keep everything the way it is. Don't create no new belts. I don't want to see that either. Um, SmackDown should be, you know, expected to be more positive with, with it being live. It's better for the fans. And hopefully the, the split doesn't create some kind of injury bug or, um, or the, the injury... The injuries going on with Orton, Neville, uh, Bray, Nikki Bella does not hurt the, the potential brand split. That was from Sean O'Brien. Uh, let me see what else. Now, with the idea I mentioned about Shane and Hunter and Stephanie, uh, Metal Madness said uh, Triple H is an office guy, not a wrestler. And I just explained that, you know, he did sign a three-year contract. He can be a wrestler when he wants to. Depending on the right uh, storyline. So, yeah, I already answered that. Um, three Count Thursday. Yeah, he just signed a, th a new three-year wrestler's contract. So, there you go. Uh, Ariello Gonzalez, for a while, I thought SmackDown should have been canceled. But now that it's going live, uh, I believe they should bring back brand-specific titles. Eh, I don't know about that, man. I, I really think they should keep it one title um, the way it is now. Frankie Car Cardenas, I'm excited but skeptical. Uh, does a brand split mean a title split? Who goes where and where? And do we get the, the Max, the McMahons on both shows? Um, like I said, I think one one has to hold down one or the other. I mean, if, if, both, if both tend to run Raw and SmackDown, um... I'm I'm okay with that. It's just gonna be. The, the, you can't just go out there and say, "Oh, we're gonna have a brand split." Stephanie and Shane are running both Raw and SmackDown, and who gets to choose who? You know, like I think if you're gonna choose between two brands, one has to be the GM of of Raw and SmackDown. I think that's the only way it makes sense. Um, in order to do this. So, yeah, Frankie, thank you for chiming in. So, yeah, I think it's a lot of promise. As long as they don't mess it up, they draft the right guys and, 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 and female wrestlers to the right brands. Um, even Sasha Banks, I, I think, you know, she's still hurt with the, with the con uh, concussion, so I hope that don't mess up the whole brand thing. I hope she gets well soon. So a lot of a lot of big-time stars are, are still out. Like I mentioned, Orton, Sasha, Neville, Bray. Um, Cena's coming back Monday. Nikki Bella. 
Um, so, so, so that's five. So by the time we get to July, maybe all those or majority of those wrestlers will be back. So there you have it. So I hope you are excited that SmackDown is going live. The brand split looks like it's going to be happening. Should be a very interesting summer going forward uh, with uh, money to money to bank coming up. Ba- uh, Battleground, what's gonna say background? Battleground and SummerSlam. So I'm not gonna get I'm not gonna get into much money in the bank stuff now. Only two matches are, are are good to go: Seth versus Roman for the world title, and we have the money in the bank ladder match. I think it's it's not. It's not full yet, but I think it's Jericho, uh, Cesaro, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. And from the SmackDown spoilers, uh, Alberto Del Rio and Dean Ambrose. Yeah. <laughs> no more no more SmackDown spoilers. We, we, get, we get rid of SmackDown spoilers July 19th. Uh... Hit me up on Twitter at Randy J. Cruz, big time wrestling and uh, NBA fans. So hit me up with your questions or just comments or whatever. Appreciate you guys listening. Uh, you want to leave a thumbs up or a star when you hit us on iTunes or SoundCloud. Uh, let me know. Hit me up. Thanks again. I'm out.